This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On what seems to be a great day for talk radio with so much to discuss. Uh, let me see if we can drill down on some of the key points. The grist for the mill is rather uh, plentiful this afternoon. Joining me in studio now to help uh, to sort of understand or put into perspective some of the developments over the last 24 hours or so, Catherine Swift, the former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and current spokesperson for Working Canadians. How's Catherine? Terrific, John. Good to have you on board. And Peggy Nash, visiting prof at Ryerson University, former Canadian labor official and former NDP MP for Parkdale High Park. Peggy, how are you doing? I'm very well. What a gorgeous day it is out there. And a great one for Talk Radio. By the way, at Ryerson, were you there when the students walked this afternoon? I was not in my office this afternoon, but uh, I think there was a big turnout. But look... They're complaining that uh, there have been changes to OSAP and uh, where tuition, while there have been cuts to tuition right across the board of 10%, some of these, uh, I guess, loans are not grants. They want them to all be grants because they want free tuition effectively. Now, does that make sense to you, uh, where we have to rationalize expenses in education? We've gotten saddled here with a big deficit in debt. Uh, and is any of it any ever free anyway? Well, it always comes out of tax dollars for sure. But remember, Joan, we've had the highest tuition fees in the country. And uh, these loans and they, you know, some people get grants, etc. But mostly students are getting loans and they're not getting a break on the interest. So this is something when young people graduate, they're saddled with for many years. They have to delay having a family, home ownership, all these things. Um, it, it really is an unfair burden. Should people pay something? Yeah, perhaps they should. But right now it seems like it's skewed too much to putting this burden on our young people at a time when, let's face it, a lot of young people, even if they work part-time, are not getting paid a lot of money. So it's it's pretty tough for young people. All right. Swifty, I mean, free tuitions. That, uh... I think everything should be free, John. Well, okay. <laughs> really. You and yeah. me both. Uh, well, the data are quite clear that uh, if you have a post-secondary education, a, a worthwhile one, obviously, you can't, you know, if, if you study belly dancing, you're probably, well, actually, you probably would do quite well with belly dancing, uh, but um, you more than make it up in your career. It's it's very clear. And already, the, our tuition fees, and, and Peggy's right, they are definitely the highest in the country for all kinds, and they have been for a very, very long time as well. Uh, but... When, when you're looking to find money, we see things like hor- horrifically underfunded pensions that billions of dollars get put into for employees of universities. I mean, there's a, you know, to say the taxpayer needs to pay more, the tuition is already subsidized. You can argue maybe to tweak it here or there. But I, I don't really think the case is, is to be made that you're hard done by. I know I paid my way through a couple of degrees. Yes, I had debt. I paid it off. It paid off for me ultimately. And that's pretty much always the case. Another thing to uh, do with the budget, uh, this had to do with skills training, I think $1.7 billion over five years, but uh, you'd catch some money uh, for anything that you wanted to do, take time out to improve on skills. Now, you know, if you wanted to go and become a belly dancer, 
the government would Absolutely. subsidize that. I mean, is this a misguided initiative here? It, it is. It's unfortunate. And it, 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 the whole notion of putting money into skills training makes sense. I mean, the concept is good, but how you do it matters a lot. We've had billions of dollars under the EI fund devoted to skills training for decades now. And, it, and, and you know, audit after audit of those funds show that it hasn't gone toward actually putting people in jobs. And most of it is wasted. This one, too, I read this carefully because I was curious exactly what you were saying. Is this at all related to skills that are needed? Nope. Nothing to do with skills needed in the workplace. It could well be uh, anything the person wants. And there's still a lot of ifs around this. And one thing about this budget, pretty much every single measure, it's a headline with no story. Uh, the details in virtually all of it are, are yet to be announced. So this is, here, we've, here we're dangling this bauble in front of you voters. Vote for us, and then we'll fill in the blanks. And this training one is one of them. But from what I can see so far, you can take whatever the heck you want, and your employer, if you have one at the time, might have to hold your position for you for a certain period. We don't, well, like I said, we don't right. know those details yet. Well, that's what they said in the budget anyway. I mean, look, did Morneau miss the boat? They talk about propping up the middle class, but where was the broad-based tax relief, Peggy? Well, you know, I mean, just to, just to pick up also on Catherine's point, the, you know, the devil here is in the details. So much of this budget, we really don't know what it's going to look like. And uh, so much of it is punted down the road so that if there is going to be a change, you have to elect the liberals. And then even then, in some cases, money that they're promising is coming out five, ten years down the road. So, um, it, it seems like they're trying to sprinkle money in a whole variety of directions, really as vote-getters. Now, will some of it do some good? If somebody loses their job mid-career and wants to go back to school, will some of this help? Hopefully, yes. But there are other programs now that exist that that try to achieve that goal as it is. But I mean, I think they missed the boat on a variety of things. Well, and how about the middle-class tax relief? Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll argue that they, they brought in a tax cut um, in their first budget. They certainly brought in some big corporate tax cuts in the last budget. But um, I think that uh, there are a lot of needs that I hear people talk about, child care, uh, lack of affordable housing. I hear all kinds of concerns. I'm not sure in many cases that they're investing strategically and investing enough that it's really going to make much of a difference for people. All right. So they spend, spend, spend. Uh, we're projecting a deficit of $19.8 billion this year and growing further out. At what point, <laughs> Catherine Swift, does the budget balance itself? <laughs> I think well, that's the philosophy, isn't it, Catherine? Well, the, 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 it, well that seems to be, but it, well, I, I, all of those old um, videos of Trudeau back in, the, in 2015 before the election about how they were going to have, you know, it was cast in stone that the deficit was going to be eliminated by this fiscal year. Well, when I think back, I think he must have been stoned because that's really the only way anybody could have, you know, believed what he said. All the stuff in this budget, why would we believe one bit of it? What promises have they made in so many different areas that they have ever actually delivered on, except for pot. That's the, that's the exception. And uh, maybe you do need to smoke some to vote liberal again. I don't know. But um, it, 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 they have broken so many promises. I, I 
anyone with a sense of the last what's happened in the last few years has to ask themselves, why would I believe what these guys say now? They've never they've never been good as their word in the past. Well, their credibility or his has been drawn into serious question even today in the House. Uh, there are some juicy uh, clips that I'm going to play for you here in a moment, and it looks like the the plot thickens on the SNC level in front as well as his feminist cred. We'll come back with more of that. Catherine Swift, Peggy Nash, and the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, six forty Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.